Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Real Talk with Ben podcast. And my name is Ben. And if you're new, you'll notice I'm wearing headphones. And if you're not new, you also know I'm wearing headphones. Uh, <laughs> I finally figured out how to, um, I guess if you're listening, you don't know that I'm wearing headphones, but who cares? Uh, I normally don't wear headphones because there was a delay in uh, the podcast um, audition that I use, uh, but I figured it out how to have it simultaneously uh, be able to listen while I'm speaking. And I'm going to be honest, I still don't like it because it's like, you know what? I'm taking these off. I don't, I don't really like it. I'm sorry. Um, anyways, it's, oh, wow. Here's so much better now. Uh, no, it's, it's great to be back with you. And I, I hope last episode really just, um, encouraged you, uh, in this, um, great time that we're in of Easter and everything that's going on. Um, but I also wanted to take this time today. It's something that's really been on my heart a lot. Um, I think specifically because um, I'm obviously as a missionary here at World of Life Hungry, we have a Bible Institute and our Bible Institute, um, if you didn't know, or if you didn't hear some of my updates, um, all World of Life Bible Institute sent their students home. Um, so that caused uh, definitely a, a very abrupt, ch- abrupt change, which um, I'll get into more, but you know, I, I, I just, it's really been on my heart. It, it's, I've seen it firsthand. I'm obviously, you guys remember Diego. Um, there's also some other students as well here that um, I can see it. I, I can see the struggle that they go through. Um, I could see the struggle that um, can be tough when you're away from your friends. Um, you're trying to do it online. Like I did online stuff. It, it's hard because there's no extra motivation. Um, so I simply just wanted to, um, I guess, take this this time uh, on this episode. Um, and I, I just wanted to give some encouragement uh, to any college student out there. Um, like my brother's one of them. So it, it's very firsthand for me. Um, I recently graduated, so I, I kind of know what it feels like, but obviously not in your situation. Um, and I, I wanted to give you some hope, some encouragement um, in this time of, of difference, uh, difference <laughs> of different feelings and, and things that are, that are changing consistently um, and constantly. Um, I, I was actually, I'm recording this on Wednesday, obviously, and it's coming out to, uh, well, you're listening to, never mind. You know, it comes out on Thursday. But I'm recording this on Wednesday, and, and my uh, alma mater, my uh, university I attended to um, was Cedarville University. And Dr. White, who, if you know, I, I love Dr. White. I talk about him you know, quite a bit, actually. And I, I love what he does, his mindset of, you know, this is what God's Word says, and this is what we're going to do, and this is how we're going uh, to proceed using it. And Cedarville taught me a lot. Um, Cedarville is where I really learned about myself. Um, I think I tell people this all the time that without Cedarville, I don't know if I'm sitting right here in Hungary. I don't know if I'm even down the path that I've been down. Um, 
my faith was very weak going into college and to even though I went through a lot of bumpy roads to go through Cedarville and to learn what it meant to be a man and a and a, and a son of God and and a man of God um, once I learned that it was so much easier to keep going because I knew like okay this is what I believe and this is how I believe it and so I, I say that because Cedarville has a it's a near and dear place to my heart um, it's it, it really is um, I did a lot of growing up there um, I, I still have friends that go there my brother still attends there um, and I know it, it's hit the university pretty hard and, and I'm not just singling out Cedarville by any means I'll even talk about the BI as well just I know for all colleges it's 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 a blow and for all college students it's a blow um, I just think Cedarville is closer to heart for me and um, to hear my you know, to hear our uh, president, Dr. White, go on to the um, on their Instagram page, and and I'll um <clears throat> I'll I'll either you know put it on the the screen or I'll I'll tag them below just so you guys can go check that video out. But um, it, it's it's interesting because you know he talked about how um, he was filming it at ten o'clock, and and for those of you that go to Cedarville, you know at ten o'clock is chapel hour. He talked about the emptiness and how he misses the joy of the students worshiping and um, the students being on campus. And I I know what he means by that. Chapel was my favorite part of Cedarville, where I where I cried, where I where I grew, where I was broken down, and where God said, "I want to make you the man I want you to be." Uh, and I kind of know what he meant also by the time it feels weird when there's no one there because I worked for Cedarville this past summer and in like May when there was no one there, it's silent. There's missing atmosphere. But what's crazy about all this, and that's one of the big things I want to encourage is that God's still there. God's still working at Cedarville. God's still working in your life, your lives at home. I know there's a difficult road, and I know for many, it's a road that is not easy. Um, for many, it's a road that is going to be difficult. Uh, and one of the things I was really encouraged by um, Dr. White and what he said was, he said, I want the the body of believers to come together. Um, and so today, on Wednesday, they got together um, they put they usually have a giving day usually every spring and this spring they decided let's give towards students because friends you might not understand what it means to be a student no matter if it's Cedarville you know Ohio State a BI student there's a financial investment into that university and when things happen and your family has to go through some changes or you personally have to go through some changes there's the opportunity where it might not happen, where you might not be able to go back to the place you love, where that unknown fear comes into your mind. I can only imagine what it's like to come home after being sent home from college and having your parent parent, or even yourself go, I don't think I can go back. To have a place that has poured into you spiritually and through your, your career and to have that almost taken away like that, I don't know what that feels like. 
but I'm sure it's hard. And I know I've seen it here at the BI. I've seen these students who have 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 had to leave. And and for here at the BI, they're going all over the world. They're going back home. Some of them couldn't make it home. And to see the 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 struggle, not in a bad way, in a sense, it was just a it's a it's a time switch. Let's be honest. None of us like to change plans, and it definitely no one likes to change plans right away like that. But that's what they had to do, and they had to adjust. And I'll be honest, they have done a great job. I've seen it firsthand. I've seen them work hard and to just try to do the best they can with the situation they got. And that's one thing I learned as a teacher is being flexible, and I think that's any student can learn to be flexible. But it still doesn't make it easy. And, and so I have some encouraging words, and it's funny because I'm going back to the poem book by Campbell. Campbell, thank you, sir, for this. If I can get a focus there on the camera. There we go. Campbell, thank you for this. Um, it's really been encouragement to my life, um, and I hope it will be to you. And and this poem is not necessarily about you know the tough times or the time change. It, it's it's about knowing Jesus um, in this time, this Easter time, this this time of of, of different circumstances. Um, like I said on Tuesday, I think it's very easy to get, to lose sight of what Jesus is doing and. You know, I actually read an update as I'm recording this, and, and Cedarville's already raised over $100,000 for student scholarships. <laughs> That's awesome. It brings me tears of joy because I, I see people saying, believers of Christ, the, the church. You know, I had a friend that told me this. He said, the church might be closed, but the church is still alive. The church building itself might be closed, but that church is still alive, and it's very evident in what's going on. Not even just at Cedarville, but here at World Life Hungry and everywhere. God is still alive. And, and so I want to read this poem, uh, and hopefully it brings some encouragement of, of what who Jesus is. It's called, Do You Know My Jesus? My Jesus, the creator of the universe, and that is a fact. My Jesus weights the mountains on scales and directs every bolt of lightning. My Jesus is holy, 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 and is the perfection all, we all lack. My Jesus will have every tribe and nation sing his name. The anthems are heightening. My Jesus is the Savior, the faithful, the truth, and the only way. My Jesus walked with sinners, died for sinners, rose alive for sinners, just like me. My Jesus is the beginning, the amen, echoing fulfilled promises still today. My Jesus is love. He cares deeply and causes the blinded eyes to see. And my Jesus is knocking, he is knocking, he is knocking on your door. Why, won't, why would you not let him in? Why not run your fastest to that spot? Give him, in, give him entry into your whole life. Ask him to take it all and more. Why would you not give up your lukewarm complacency and be cold or hot? Dear friend, drop that act. Your apathy and comfort are far from better. Living half-heartedly for Christ is just drifting backwards down the river. You could never be self-sufficient. Apart from Christ, you have nothing. You are pridefully sitting naked, blind and penniless. When the riches of Christ, riches in Christ are stunning. I, I love that. I love it. 
Um, and I love all these, so uh, you might be hearing a lot more of these coming up. But I love that. Um, do we know our Jesus? Do we know who Jesus is? Um, do we know what the Savior brings? And that's part of my encouragement to all you students out there, you university students, um, um, Bible Institute students as well. Let us remember who Jesus is. You know, Jesus is, as the poem even said, Jesus is the creator of the universe. He is, he is the, I love this line. My Jesus is the savior, the faithful, the truth, and the only way. My Jesus walked with sinners, died for sinners, and he rose alive for sinners just like me. Friends, Jesus died for you. He died for me. And it's very easy as a, as a college student to look at all the issues that you're dealing with and say, my God, I don't know if he can handle this, but I'm afraid to tell you, your God can handle this. Your God didn't create a problem that he didn't figure out. God knew knows every problem that's going to exist from here to eternity, and he knows how to fix them. He might not give you the answer right away, but he's going to be there. And so I want to I want to take a, a couple minutes here to just uh, maybe maybe give you some encouragement from my own experience. Um, what I'm experiencing now and, and what I experienced obviously in college. Um, and, the, and the first thing is this, what I've noticed here is fellowship, fellowship. I, I, I want you guys to hear that, that fellowship will help you get through this time. It's hard doing online at home, especially if you're by yourself and, and there's no one to talk to, or you can't see your friends, or um, maybe you're just in a situation that's not what you would like to be in. Can I encourage you to fellowship with one another? Maybe you're in a comfortable situation or maybe you're you love where you're at. Maybe reach out to some of those friends that you have. Even if you don't know, reach out to them. Because fellowship in this time can bring you so much joy. Fellowship can bring you that extra little encouragement that you need every day. I know I've been trying to do this um, pretty frequently with just people around here, not doing the greatest at times, but, and then also people back home. Um, I challenge all of you to think about that. How can I fellowship with one another, fellowship with the church, even though we are distant from each other? I, I just think it's interesting they call it social distancing. Um, and I, and I think in some ways that maybe maybe Satan or maybe he was like, you know, maybe this will stop Christians. But no, that's what's so cool. We have technology. We have the ability to reach to others that we couldn't probably do 40 years ago, at least as easy. And so that's the one way is I, I think fellowship. And I, I think a second way and something that I've seen here is this. Find a time to get your schedule or get a schedule to find time to do your things that you need to do. Spending time with the with the Lord, um, hanging time, spending time with your family, doing these little things, and I say that because I think it's going to be very easy for all of you to to go. Well, I have more time on my hands. I'll get studying done. 
Will you? Will you get studying done? <laughs> I mean, I know me. I know myself. And I'm even right now, like, you know, if you're watching behind me is my desk. And it's still hard for me to even sit down and, like, edit videos that I need to do for work or do lesson plans for work. It's very hard because I don't have necessarily a direct schedule for what I need to do. So I have to create one and I have to find that pattern. So I encourage you all find that pattern. Say, you know what? At nine o'clock, I'm going to spend time in the word or 10 o'clock. I'm going to watch chapel and spend time in the word. Do what you know you need to do. It's between you and God, but still find that time for fellowship. You may say, Hey, seven to eight, I'm going to spend time with my family or nine to 10. I'm going to spend time with my family. I encourage you to still spend time with your family, still spend time with, spend time with your friends, but focus on that schoolwork. Online learning is hard. I know. I did it. It's a pain. <laughs> Sometimes you just don't understand why you have to do it. And in this case, we all have to. Or, yeah, we all have to, even though I'm not a student. I'm still doing stuff online. So th- those, are, those are a couple ways. And, and I think the last way is this. Don't forget what God is doing. It's very easy to look by that. And I said that last episode, it's very easy to look by that. But focus on what God is doing. Look at the blessings that God has given you. I know for me, a blessing that God's given me is I've been able to get to know more people, uh, new people. I've been able to um, spend more time on my own walk. Um, I've had some more time to, to do some things that I haven't been able to get to do, like reading and stuff. I, I've, I, I looked past those for the most of the time I've been here because I've just looked at the negative because my plan wasn't happening because, oh, oh my goodness, my plan wasn't happening. So Ben's plan wasn't happening. So everything was just gone. But in reality, the Lord is so good that he said, no, Ben, your plan you might have thought was good, but my plan is better. And so I think that is such a key thing to look at and remember that God is blessing you through this time. Maybe Who knows what's going to happen during this time when you finish your semester? Maybe God's going to let you connect with someone you haven't connected with in years. Or maybe he's going to let you get closer with your parents or your siblings or your cousins or your grandparents, whoever it may be. And so I encourage you. Um, and I think if there's one really big thing I wanted to talk about today was this. One of the hardest things I've ever learned um, while being here, um, while finishing up school, is that it's very it's very easy to suck it all in um, and to hide all the difficulties, hide all the pain. Um, I did that for years. Um, I even did that a little bit while I was here, and I, and I realized that. What I ask of all of you is to maybe... Share with somebody. What are you going through? What do you need to talk about? Don't hide behind this mask that you think no one's going to notice because that's what I was doing. I used to do that for many years, and even when I got here and everything started going bad, I I hid behind a mask. And I remember one of my friends asked me, he's like, what's wrong? I didn't look like anything was wrong, but he knew. So... That is one of the biggest things I, I hope you guys realize is you, you guys need to 
talk, share with people, tell people what's up. I think that is such an important aspect of one's life is to be able to do that. It helps us grow in our walk. It helps us grow with each other, trust one another. I think one of the biggest issues right now in today's culture is no one trusts anybody. I think we watch the news and we don't trust even the news. Why is that? Well, we're all sinners, but why is that? Because I think no one wants to just open up and be honest with somebody. Just say, hey, this is how it is. I strive to be that. I'm striving to try to be more honest and more straight on with people than I ever was before. And so I challenge you this weekend as you go into your Easter weekend, whether you're you're watching something online on Friday or watch something online on Sunday, remember what Jesus has done for you and for me. You think this is bad? We didn't even deserve for Christ to come down on, on the come down as a baby to then die for our sins and then t- to say, "You know what? I'm going to give you guys this this hope and where you guys will be if you believe in me." So all of this that we think is hard, it's nothing. I don't think it's it's nothing compared to what Jesus had to go through. We, we should be up on that cross. So as you're sitting and you're sitting on Sunday and you're listening to a sermon and you're saying and you're and your pastor's giving the story of Christ dying and rising again for you and for me. Think about that. No matter how hard your online classes are, no matter how far and how hard it's going to be, you could say, Lord, you are my Savior. God, I love you. No matter how hard it gets, I want you. I want to know my Jesus because I know without a shadow of a doubt that because of you, I am here. And because of you, I was able to attend Cedar Hill. Because of you, I was able to attend World Life Hungry. Because of you, I was able to attend University. It wasn't because of my own doing. It's because I sought after you and you brought me here. So once again, I want to read this, this poem. And I want you to listen to these words. Do you know my Jesus? My Jesus is the creator of the universe. And that is fact. My Jesus weights the mountains on scales and directs every bolt of lightning My Jesus is holy, 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 and he is the perfection we all lack. My Jesus will have every tribe and nation sing his name. The anthems are heightening. My Jesus is the Savior, the faithful, the truth, and the only way. My Jesus walked with sinners and died for sinners, rose alive for sinners just like me. My Jesus is the beginning, the amen, echoing fulfilled promises still today. My Jesus is love. He cares deeply and causes the blinded eyes to see. And my Jesus is knocking. He is knocking. He is knocking on your door. Why would you not let him in? Why would you, why not run your fastest to that spot? Give him entry into your whole life. Ask him to take it all and more. Why would you not give up your lukewarm complacency and be cold or hot? Dear friend, drop the act. 
Your apathy and comfort are far from better living half-heartedly for Christ. It is just drifting backwards down the river. You could never be self-sufficient. Apart from Christ, you have nothing. You are pridefully sitting naked, blind, and penniless when the riches in Christ are stunning. Friends, believe that. God is here for you in this time, for you students, for you people that maybe have lost jobs through it all. God is on the throne, and he will not leave it. He never will. So remember that this weekend. Remember what God is doing. And remember that he has you in his right hand. God loves you. God cares for you. And God is faithful, and you can trust him. Thank you for listening. Uh, These last two episodes have been really deep. But thank you for listening. I appreciate all the support. Uh, If you're watching on YouTube, go ahead and hit that thumbs up and subscribe. And you'll be able to see all the other videos as well. Um, And once again, thank you so much. I love you all. Stay safe and happy Easter. And as always, we'll talk next time.